It's Cecilia. And Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out. Or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. I could start it. I'm looking at myself in my mirror because I feel so cool because I have the Bluetooth headphones and then the massive speaker. Wow, you are so cool. Meanwhile, my freaking stupid blue one is sitting right in front of me looking at me. And I have like the oldest iPhone headphones plugged into this thing. Because it it only has a jack intro stuff. Oh yeah, should yeah, we you start? That we could ask people. Uh, yeah. Oh freaking! Hey guys, what is up? <laughs> I just go straight to the dock that we set up beforehand, so I never know when you start. <laughs> I'm just like, yep, I'm burping over here. Hey guys. <laughs> okay, okay, but on the topic of your Mr. Blue, we need a name, guys. DM yeah. us. We need yep. a name for her blue mic. We gotta post a picture of the I, blue guy. I'll post the pic of the blue guy. Take a selfie, yeah. <laughs> yeah take a selfie with him? Because <laughs> gross. Because I look way cooler than you. You 100% look way cooler. And guys, the real annoying thing is that I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get mine in time. Like, I just have to get the blue one. It's the only one on Amazon. Meanwhile, Cece's like, oh, well, if Amazon doesn't have the one I want, I'm just going to look at Target. It was the exact same price. Exact same price. <laughs> but I was like, oh my gosh, Amazon's the only thing that delivers anything on this Yeah, earth. but did you use your Amazon affiliate? <laughs> No. <laughs> That's a science. No. So Megan and I have the ability to, it's really nice. Like if we were to buy something off Amazon, we can just use a link that we create ourselves. And oh, did you hear that? Yeah, but it's okay. It looks like a little rumble. Okay. I was trying to get lotion because my hands are just cracking. Um, but you have the ability to like create a link and then you get like a percentage back, if that makes sense. Like you might make like 5% of sales. And then, so, but that can happen on all your own sales as well. So, you know, so what's like amazing. Everyone else is learning this as you're saying it, including me. Okay. Megan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for instance, for now on, if Megan posts something like, oh, where'd you get this? And she's like, I got it from Amazon. She's sending you a link that's attached to our name. So if you do buy that, it, like under your account or whatever, they're like, those. there's something called cookies and it tracks like where the link came from. And so we get a kickback if you buy it. It's called an affiliate link. So like a lot of clothes that I wear have an affiliate link so if someone asks where I got it I'm gonna send them the link that I get a kickback for it because why not why would we not want to help each other you know right. so why would I not want to help myself and buy them from my own affiliate link I don't know I just haven't done it till now so <laughs> this is an expensive <laughs> buy too like I could have got a decent kickback yeah you probably could have got like 10 bucks kill me <laughs> and he's ugly all right yeah <laughs> 
Annie's ugly. We need okay, so yeah, we need names for it because mine's black and it looks just really slick. Um, Mr. Yeah. Slick. Really chic. Mr. Really classy, timeless. Mine's like, hey, timeless. What yeah. where did that come from? And what gutter did you pull it out of? I'm kidding. It's not that bad. <laughs> Okay, what's that one, like, Agent Cody Banks movie where he, like, makes the guy all blue from water and he's bald and, like, then he has to run away from him? And it was from, like, 2003. It was, I like, no idea. Fat, like, blue man, blue man, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when I come for you? Or something like that. Oh, creepy as heck. Okay, people listening know what I'm talking about. And he what? turns all blue. That's literally the exact kind of color that your mic really? is because hmm. yeah. what i see when i look at it is that have you ever seen monsters inc yeah wait kind of. nope not monsters inc monsters versus aliens no what kind of movie is that i don't even like fantasy and then on the top of it you put monsters <laughs> in aliens that's like it, the worst movie i've ever heard no. No, it's the one, it's a Disney movie. It's animated. It's actually adorable. Like, it's actually really cute. And I don't like a lot of animated movies, but this one's real cute. I but hear Disney a- and animated, and I'm already grossed out. <laughs> You're so annoying. You're no fun. <laughs> His name's Bob. Okay, sorry, go on, go on. His name is Bob, and okay. he's a blue blob. And he like morphs over things and like when he eats something he just moves his body over it and starts to digest it because he's this blue blob that's like made up of whatever and that's bob, what i think blue blob yep okay yours is bob yours is bob. bob unless someone else has a better name true that's true we'll take bob. we'll take anything you guys got but right now it's bob is bob, bob. okay blue what's bob. your heck yes your heck yes of the week my heck yes is that Carrie did really well while we grocery shopped today. <laughs> she, I, Where'd you grocery shop? <laughs> how, how many listeners do you think we'd lose if we just did that the whole time? <laughs> all of them? People would be all. annoying. I, that would, or I people, would be, people would be annoying. People would think we, we were annoying. Yeah, they probably already do. But. Yeah, but they still listen. That's so nice. Um, so we went to Sprouts first. And then we went to Walmart, but we were gone from like, what, like nine to 12. So it was a decent amount of hours. It was kind of chilly outside. Um, but she slept like the whole time. It was beautiful. But then I was also like, how so can do you, you huh? Do you, sorry to cut you off. Do you put her in your Maury June coffin um. and then <laughs> stick her in the cart? No, I couldn't do that. I just, what I do is I just put her in the, bassinet top for the upper baby stroller because she can yeah. just lay down and look around and hang out and she loves it but she fell asleep in it and then i just put all the groceries then- in the bottom because the bottom's massive oh yeah. i was gonna say yeah where are you putting the groceries okay got it and also got it. keeps me from buying things i don't need because i ain't got room for things i don't need so yeah once honestly once you start doing like I guess if you didn't live on base, you could probably do this where they drop off groceries or you could do it with Walmart. Have the groceries ready at the front. They'll grocery shop for you. For free. Trust Walmart to grocery shop for me. I don't even trust Walmart really a whole lot to begin with. <laughs> I go there for like you cheap don't love that crazy value. 
I, I mean, I love the great value. Trust me. I, we ha- I have an issue with loving the great value, but <laughs> I wouldn't trust them for produce. I don't know if I trust them for meat. Like unless I was going by myself and I could check the expiration date, check the fruit itself, you know, I don't know. Okay, that is true. That is really true. I would want to check. Like, I'm really weird about my grapes. I only like red grapes. Like, I, I'll take a green grape, but I like red grapes specifically. And then I need to, like, check the firmness before I they commit to, to the crunchy. bag. They have to be crunchy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm not dealing with sad grapes. That's, like, mm-hmm. the worst thing in the world. Ugh, nasty. Well, that was dramatic. Not the worst thing in the world. But, you know. Just, you know. But, but if you had to choose, it'd be up there. <laughs> It would be up there. It really would. Okay. What is your heck Okay. Yes? My heck yes. Yeah. So my heck yes is, okay, you know when you move to a good city or you're visiting and you really want Chinese food and then it's like, I don't know, this is pretty risky. Like you never know what yep. the Chinese food's going to taste like. You really got to check those Yelp reviews and then you got to cross check with maybe a Google review. Um, make sure these are legit. Well, the first when I when I moved here, actually before that, when I would I would be hanging out with my ex boyfriend here, um, the first Chinese restaurant I picked is my favorite. I haven't tried any other ones, but it's my Ew. favorite. They have the best crispy chicken, and it's just little string bean chicken, really crispy, really breaded. Love some good breaded chicken with a nice Asian orange, you know, general sao kind of sauce. And it has some good vegetables mixed in it. Oh my gosh, it is the best. I've only ordered from there. And I just feel like the luckiest woman alive to be blessed with Shanghai something something. And I'm forever going to have it. <laughs> That's how we feel about a certain hibachi place out here. But then we went to that other one with you guys when you came out here. And I think you and I both got like low-key food poisoning. So I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Okay, so Meg, we went to a hibachi place, and honestly, Megan, I don't. Okay, I guess this leads into my heck no. But like, we were both in the bathroom. I was in the bathroom a day after you, but like, we we did not feel good. (laughs) Yeah, we were not. It was not a good. I was at the airport. I was like, (laughs) I. (laughs) I was like, I cannot concentrate. You almost really bathroom. you almost are praying that they have one of those family bathrooms that you can go into by yourself. <laughs> okay. Yes, actually, that's literally I was looking for it and then I was like, I can't hold it. I, can't hold it I just gotta go. <laughs> I'm so grossed out with myself. But like honestly, that hibachi really got to me. And then you know how I said I was like, I've never broken out this bad. Well, yeah. when I got home, my whole chest and back was spotted red and my face. And my face is still disgusting and like broken really? out. I've, I look like I look like a 12-year-old. I have no idea what it's from. It's either that hibachi or the weather there or flying. I don't know, like flying with yeah. a mask. But, but my forehead was breaking out. My hairline was itchy and red and bumpy. Like my chest is still bumpy. I, I got hives and I don't even have sensitive skin. What the heck? I don't know what happened. New Mexico destroyed me. I can't imagine what it's doing to you. (laughs) I think we all know what it's doing to me, okay? (laughs) I'm 
like just trying to survive and crawl out of this place. <laughs> Hives and all. I'm kidding. I haven't gotten hives yet since being here, but dandruff, itchy skin, dry skin, flaky skin, all of that has happened since I got here and I've been here for a year now, so. <laughs> I can't believe you've been there for a year. It doesn't seem real. I know. I think I need to celebrate. <laughs> you yeah. need to have like a. You do. You can celebrate with all your friends. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up right now. <laughs> um, you can celebrate with Avery. Oh wait, he's leaving. Oh wait, he's leaving too. Yep, that's fine. I'm fine. I'm just here in New Mexico by myself. <laughs> um, okay. So that could Sorry. definitely no. That could definitely be my heck no. But the on, the other one would just be the fact that I am so tired this week, and I don't know if it's like hey, this uh, waking up every two to three hours at night isn't really sustainable. Or if Catching it's, up to you. No, I know. Or if it's the, hey, uh, I just dipped my toes in the water to see what my work would look like once I start next week, and now I am majorly overwhelmed and stressed out. So it's going well. Like, I'm glad I woke up and saw... start a week early? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, right now, start today? Yeah. I, well, I already kind of have. I freaking yeah. uh, advertised for the Christmas cards already and stuff like that. So I've already started stuff already. I've already started Wait, stuff Wait, you want to tell them? Tell them what's up with the Christmas oh. cards. Plug well, it. As of right now, there are only 10 slots left. There were 30 initially. But I designed Christmas cards because I love the way that my family always did them growing up, um, where it included like a picture of us and a letter about our year on the back of it. So that you don't have to like write out a letter or you don't just send a photo to family. Like it's combined and I love that. Yeah, I want an update. Yeah. So I send, I did it myself last year and then I was like, I bet you if I offer this people, they would like it. So I did it last year for a couple and then people were asking me this year if I was going to do it again. And I was like, uh, I guess so. So you basically, so it's $30. You get a five by seven card. It can be double-sided. It can be one-sided. It's totally up to you. You pick whatever words you want on it, an update, no update. You pick whatever photos, one photo, 10 photos, doesn't matter. You get the PDFs and the JPEG and you can go and print them out at like Staples and they trim them for you, put them on a cardstock and give you envelopes for them. And it's not pricey at all. It's not any more than Walgreens or Snapfish or Vistaprint or any of that stuff. is. Right. And again, it's other people supporting Catholic small businesses, which is what we're all about. We love that. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's what we're all about. So I love that. Well, heck, there we go. Well, also, like, okay, um, I just can't stop staring at my skin right now. I just can't believe what happened to it. It is never broken out. <laughs> never bad. That. <laughs> I I feel like I won't. Like I've never <laughs> I've never had it like this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I turned 23 on Sunday. Is 23 the year of acne? Is that what you're telling me? There's no way. Because you had it as a kid, like in high school, right? Like it's not that you've just no. You never had I didn't. it. Oh yeah, it's coming. It's back never been this bad time. in my life. Oh my gosh, it's so. It's coming never back. been like this. Okay, well, not I mean, like- I always had red rosy cheeks, but I didn't have legit like. Oh my gosh, what is happening to my face? Right. 
That's true. And if but, I did have that, I probably wouldn't go to school, but. Um, <laughs> you probably what? wouldn't go to school? <laughs> yeah, I would skip school. <laughs> if I had a massive pimple on my face, I probably, I, I probably, actually you looking back, I probably did school. sit. Really? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, did. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, And well, that's what you get when you raise with a dad, because it's like, you have no, like, he really does have sympathy because it's like, well, I, I, you know, I, you look beautiful, but if you would feel more comfortable not going. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Instead of a mom, like, there's different Who's kinds like, of sympathy, no. like, you're going. You're fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. You'll live. Yeah, you're fine. Yep. Yeah. Versus, oh, like, a dad's God. like, it's, like, my precious daughter. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I don't totally understand what you're going through, so I'm just going to let you go through it and stick up for you. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'll call school and tell them you're sick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Except I have a feeling Avery's not going to be that kind of dad. I feel like he's going to be like, yeah, okay. You know what? The first time Megan and I started dating and I went on a date with her, I had a, what do you call it? You have like, not a cyst, but like on his eye, he had a like cystic a- cystic acne. No. Oh, he had eye, a, like, a- pink eye. Um, uh. No, what the frick is it called? You know he about. had a. Oh my gosh, what is it called? A sty. A sty. Yeah. <sighs> I just said that. Did Dang. you just come up with it too? No, you, I said it after you. Oh, okay. I was like, but I'll wow, take that credit. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, he had a sty the first time we went on a date, and he was pissed about it because I was trying to record everything and take photos of everything as the nugget that I am and he was like no no I have the sty and everything so if he did that he's not gonna let his daughter skip school for a pimple <laughs> if he had his first date with his wife with a massive sty right. things will be okay right he's like it couldn't it, it's gonna be fine you'll be fine you'll end up with the girl you'll end up with the yeah. husband yep so, maybe I mean, maybe. Well, yeah. maybe 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 not okay. Well, do you want to tell them your uh, your real life fail about the rosary? <laughs> Listen, guys. <laughs> Until Hallow, I did not know that there were mysteries on a rosary. I think I might have known. I think my parents might have thrown it out there a couple times because we prayed the rosary a couple times together as a family. But I didn't know that was a thing that you do every rosary. And I didn't know they were different mysteries for different days. I also didn't know that there were certain prayers on the ros- certain rosary beads. I just knew for sure that there were 10 Hail Marys, then there was a prayer in between, then there were 10 Hail Marys, and you did that five times. So for the, like- Two prayers. Four, yeah. There's two, well, there's two prayers, but I didn't know that. I knew there was one. I knew there was one in the middle. <laughs> so for like, what, 20, 20 years, I've been praying the rosary wrong until Hallow. So- <laughs> Very grateful for Hallow. <laughs> Thank you, Hallow. <laughs> okay, part- when I first started praying the rosary, I just... Sorry, go on, go on. Well, the best part was when we were praying it on the way to Carrie's baptism. Avery and I are still, like, learning it because we had the Hallow app for a couple weeks. So we're, just, we're still working on it, you guys. And we got to the end, and Cece starts, like, going off on this one prayer. And we're both like, yep, take it away, Cece. We don't know that one yet. You're like, that's why she's the godmother. Yep. <laughs> like, and we picked right. 
Okay, no, here's the thing. When I first started praying the rosary, I had no idea what I was doing. And I had a screenshot of this picture that I took off Google Images. And it had all the prayers at the bottom. And then it had like arrows to what goes where. And at that time, who was I? I was like, it was a thing for me to like start talking to guys off Catholic match. And then somehow we would like end up praying the rosary together for FaceTime. And so I was like, I got to know what I'm doing. Like, that's the most embarrassing thing if I'm like trying to date a Catholic and then I don't even know the rosary. And Megan, you have it like off because you never even dated a Catholic. So (laughs) I would have this up on my computer while I was FaceTiming. And I'm like, I am such a pro at the rosary. When in reality, it's like, I've no one's ever done like a perfect rosary, you know, like your mind gets settled in different places of, of the, you know, what am I trying to say? Like your mind just gets stuck in different places when you're going through a rosary for 15, 18 minutes. Um, It would be incredible to do a perfect rosary, but I don't, I don't think I've ever concentrated for 18 minutes without my mind drifting at least once. Right. You know, so Yeah. But it's just so funny because I, I didn't really, I mean, I, I have a lot of sheets, like usually churches will have pamphlets in the front, like in the narthex of how to pray the rosary. And it's really handy. Like I keep one in my wallet and it has all the mysteries. And then what's right really, the what's really nice. Right next to the salt packet. Yeah. What's really nice is when you uh, know the fruit of each mystery because it gives you like a virtue to focus on. Um, So that's like clutch. Clutch. If anyone's trying to get into the rosary, which I highly recommend. Which we we both 20 years later recommend highly. Yeah, we never did it growing up. I was like, oh, so this hangs on a door handle. <laughs> this hangs on a car uh, mirror, rear view mirror. Got it. Yeah, this hangs <laughs> on a car mirror. But yeah, thank goodness to Hollow. <laughs> Excuse me. Because they have, I mean, they just came in clutch with anything. They have over 500 prayers on their app. And they have daily readings, which I listen to. Um, also with my Magnificat when I don't make it to daily mass. But it's like the daily um, the the daily gospel. And they do it like Lexio Divina. So they give time for you to really think about it. And then they would read it again for the second time. Um, so that's really cool. And yeah, you can get a free 30 day trial. Just go to hollow.com slash what the dang heck. And I'll put that link in our, in our show notes. In also the show follow notes. them on IG. Yeah. In the show notes, show notes. <laughs> wow. Love it. <laughs> Love our little jingles. So cute. Like Megan and I hanging out in person, IRL, is like just random stuff. Yeah. Literally just singing everything. <laughs> just random stuff, which is exactly why this podcast is the way it is. <laughs> why it is the way it is, especially this episode. I feel like this episode, we should just riddle off heck yeses. Like, for instance, okay, heck yes to melatonin gummies. Do you know what those are? Yep, those were the best things in the world when I was pregnant. <laughs> okay, you okay? You know how good they taste when I see them sitting. So I, before the podcast, I saw them sitting. Uh, they're sitting on my like desk thing, and I almost took one. I was like, oh, I kind of want something sweet right now. I know they're so yummy though. I they always take them on planes. 
What flavor are yours? Because mine were like um, an elderberry. Are you far from the mic? Yep. Hold on. I'm I'm picking a booger out of Carrie's nose. (laughs) Megan! (laughs) It's just sitting there and she doesn't know how to blow her nose yet. Like, what is she? She also didn't know there was a booger there. I'm pretty sure she did because she woke up and was going... (laughs) But she doesn't know what to do. (laughs) So I had to help her out. (laughs) (laughs) What flavor are your melatonin turning gummies? I don't know. Blackberry? Berry? Strawberry? Something berry? Mixed berry. They're bomb. Mixed berry. They're so good. I know. Oh, I really like them. Okay, Um, another recent, like, changing topic, though. Um, Another recent heck, heck yes, is that, did I, I don't think I told you this, Megan. um, Right before I came to you, I was going to Pilates and I passed Michael like my ex and I didn't know it was him because I was on the phone talking with a girlfriend like on speaker being the obnoxious girl that I am whenever I'm like walking somewhere briskly I always have like a girlfriend on the phone to try to get more things done at once and he was like oh hey Cecilia and I like did a double take and it was dark out and there was light coming from behind him so I couldn't even see it was him and I was like oh hey and then I was like oh my gosh I was so lame like I feel like I just broke up in a college town like how am I possibly seeing my ex like like everywhere and then I get out of Pilates and I'm walking back and I see him again with his two brothers and I was like oh hey I was like sorry about that didn't see you the first time and it sounded so lame because I was like oh didn't see you there haha <laughs> when like how oh, you know is this a heck yes or yeah, a heck yes and so they were like, oh, yeah, we were just walking back from this bar that we have reservations at. But now and we talked for a little bit and I like had these keys that were his. And so I gave them back his keys and they were like, oh, well, now it's like pretty much time to go back for reservations. And it, like the, the bar is like across the street from my house. And so it was like, oh, well, yeah, I'm just like walking this way. And they're like, yeah, we're just like walking this way. And I was like... And we just were like, oh, oh, do you mind if we walk together? (laughs) Oh, no. And so, no, it was fine. Like, we walked back and they, like, you know, dropped me off at my place and, like, walked to the bar. Um, But, I mean, it was was also, like, kind of weird because, like, his two brothers were there, his two younger brothers. So it was, like... So fun. (laughs) Like... I don't know like it was just like I'm trying to be like cool but also like I don't know what to say because now I also have to entertain the brothers and it was just like I mean it was totally fine wasn't it also kind of like a whole like I don't know what they know so I just need to play yeah yeah I was like exactly yeah I was like I don't know what they know and like one just got engaged so I was just like congratulating him on that and stuff um but and then I and then I was so stupid because I was like and then the other one is in a long-term relationship so I was like you're next and then I was like oh my gosh why did I say that now it's just my ex thinking about wow I'm so single because both my younger brothers could be getting married (laughs) oh my gosh there's almost nothing I was like yeah, there's almost nothing good or right to say in those moments. So, like, almost everything you no. say, you're just like, 
crap, 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 shut up, crap. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, well, yeah, I'll see you around, like, you know, <laughs> see you at see you at 6.30 a.m. mass, because now he's a daily mass goer. No. So funny how that works. <laughs> but yeah no I mean I mean it was good it was really good like I I wouldn't have changed it I'm glad I saw him and it was just like normal and if I were to see him on the street like I would totally wave and ask how he was doing but like it is like I mean I guess I never went away to college but what I would assume break like college breakup is like because you see them everywhere 100% it's so fun so It's kind of like I got over that first, like, that first meeting, you know? Yeah, that's true. Like, now you can tackle like You just anything. need to get over it. Yeah, now you can tackle the world. No, it wasn't bad, though. It was great, and it was, I think it was better that his brothers were there because you can keep it that's light great. and no, no, like, uh, you know, intricate questions are asked. Right, there's so, not a lot of pressure because yeah. you're all just playing it shallow, so easy peasy. <laughs> Lemon Easy freaking peas. Did you ever say so, that? So yeah, before? okay, random. Oh, um, oh. I don't think so. Like it wasn't my go-to phrase. Oh, um, okay, You're what was my go-to phrase? <laughs> like I feel like there was just like a lot of gymnastics phrases. Like I don't even know. Catch on the flip side. You know. I I, <laughs> That is, are you a dad? Are you a dad? <laughs> uh, yep, pretty much. Yep. Or just like, I don't, I don't know the phrases. I wish I would know them now. What phrases I used to say. I definitely said frickin'. Uh, I said what, frickin'. 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 What, what the frick? Too. What the frickin'. Oh, shiitake mushrooms. Did you ever say that? Oh, no, I never said that. I would definitely get in trouble if I said that. I don't think I ever realized what it meant until recently. So I said it all the time. Not near my, <laughs> not, not near my parents. But if we said that crap, means you knew it was bad if you never said it. We weren't well, allowed to say crap, crap. Yeah, we weren't allowed to say crap. We weren't allowed to say stupid. We, we had to call say suck either. Stupid. <laughs> yes, us too. Oh my gosh, Megan. We had to call farts toots too. And I still call toots toots. Because I feel like fart is so boy and so unladylike. I just say pass gas. But like, I don't really talk about it that much. But I am not going to allow my children to say fart. It's toots. It's a toot. Uh, I always thought that was so funny. But like. But, like, for boys, I feel like it, like, emasculates them. When they say fart? You know? It's like, if, no, if they say two, it's like they lost their fan card or something. I agree. Like, yeah, sorry, I just tooted. It's like, tooted. Like, a 16-year-old boy is not saying that. They're saying something else. Grotesque. Yeah, absolutely. They're saying something else. 100%. They're saying something else. (laughs) Which is so funny. Okay, which also, like, what was I going to say? Okay, this is something I was thinking about today. And, you know, this I, this is a, I'm passing a little bit of stereotype. And honestly, you guys, I give you, you know, the ability, you guys can judge me for saying this, but someone was, like, plugging their friend on their story, like, hey, he's really cute and single, like, check him out. 
and I click on him because, you know, curious. And I'm in his bio says like, it says freelance writer. And I'm thinking in my head, this is how Catholic woman thinks is, oh, you're single? Oh, can you support a family? You don't even know where your next paycheck is coming from. <laughs> of course you're single. <laughs> like, that is how, like, whenever I talk to any of my Catholic single friends, it's like, why would I date a, like, I want to date a guy that's already established. It's not about the money. It's just like, can you support a family? Do you know where your next paycheck is coming from? If not, you're not ready to be in a serious relationship. That is true. It's, that's 100% and true. And so when I see freelance writer, that's where people's minds go. It's like, that's amazing. And you might be really successful, which is also amazing. But the stereotyping and judging is just like, that's where my mind went is like, wow, can you support a family? That's probably why you're, you're single. <laughs> like, no, that's very it's true. It's so bad, but that's what girls think about. And well, it's, I don't, I think it's valid to think that. I don't, I was gonna say, I don't think it's entirely bad. I think maybe assuming instantly that like he, he has no money because he's a freelance writer. Like if I said freelance designer, someone would be like, oh, she probably makes hundred bucks a month. But you know, like it just depends. But I don't think it's inherently bad to have that first thought and like question because I feel like that's like our like innate behavior. Is like, can you provide, right. protect, and like, I don't know, give me a secure, stable life, you know? Because we naturally, I guess it is instinctive, like we naturally look for someone to provide. And right. the same as a man, like he naturally looks for a woman, like if that she's going to be able to have his children. Right. Exactly. I feel like that's just common. It's instinctive, just, I guess. Right. Instinctive. That's the word I was looking for. I was saying our innate behavior, but I instinctive is what i meant yeah right no that makes sense and I, it's not saying that this guy that i don't even knew know if he was unsuccessful wouldn't step up when the time came and he's single he's allowed right. to do whatever he wants but like it's just <laughs> something when you say like oh yeah i'm like a freelance writer i'm like trying to make it big being you know a mu- musician which is awesome but it's like okay if you want a serious date then like you need to prove to a woman that you can support her and support a family nine months after marriage. Right. Exactly. A hundred percent agree, which I think is really hilarious because I always said, I was like, I do not want to marry into the military. My dad was in the military my whole life. So practically I've been in the military my whole life. I served my time. I'm done. No, thanks. Bye. Met Avery. And after hanging out in college and hearing all these like I don't, not even hearing, just seeing the way some of my college guy friends acted. I was like, holy crap. None of them are marriage material. None of them are husband material. None of them are, (laughs) not that I went there Mm -hmm. to get a Mrs. Degree. No, 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 no. But still, (laughs) it's something you think about. No, no, no. You didn't go there to get your Mrs. Degree because that would mean you would have had to go to Steubenville, Ave Maria, Benedictine well, College, or... I went to Steubenville, uh, okay? <laughs> but... Yeah, what's the other one in Virginia? I can't think of it. Virginia. There's a... It starts with a C. Catholic I can't University think of it. You guys know what I'm talking about. No, it starts with a C. Uh... It's really small, and everyone, every girl comes out with a Mrs. Degree, and if they don't, they feel like their life is over. Wait, what? But it's not true, obviously. 
Yeah, it's one of those other and like don't get me I love Benedictine College I wish I could have afforded to go there obviously things worked out for the best but I freaking love that school but like anyways go out it's just so funny because that is such a thing to go for your bachelor's and also come out for your missus and that is honestly why a lot of women go to get their bachelor's is to come out with their missus so if they don't come out with their missus then it's like they fail especially which is so backwards but backwards especially the one that I the college I went to it was southern all the girls, not all the girls, we're making big assumptions in this podcast day. It's happening, everyone. You can judge us. It's fine. Um, most of the girls would go. They'd join a sorority and, like, do business or something. Something general, something that they could get a job anywhere with. And their whole goal was to find their husband. But obviously not mine. Um, but I would look Which at them. Which is fine. And- it's totally fine. That's It's not for That's everyone. But, like, that. college is a decent place to meet and meet someone. Right. Right. Um, but I remember thinking, oh, gosh, like, are all college-age men like this? None of them are stable, secure, and none of them have, like, this path that they're working towards. At least not the ones around me. Maybe it's because they were athletes. I don't know. Um, but I met Avery. He already had a career when I met him. Um, was right. stable, was paying for bills, had a place to stay, all of this stuff. And I was like, wait, wait, no, 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 because I did not want to go back into the military because I was like, no, 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 no. I've done it, dealt with it. Right. I want to be free. And obviously, we all know where I went and ended up. And here I am in New Mexico. Yeah. Um, but a huge reason in like when people say like were you afraid to marry young were you like did people did your fan was your family supportive of it did they give you a hard time for it and I was like no Avery had a career he was established he had a means to provide for us and I had a degree so I'd finished school so I had a way to provide for us too like when it's just you think about even without a degree you would have had a way to provide be too right. dumb right right true LOL. Went into debt for no reason. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but it's it's just it's instinctive. You because it's important. It's necessary for survival. And like at the end of the day, <laughs> survival of the fittest is still a thing. You know, like I don't know. Right. I no, totally. Here's the thing. Like where I live, I keep getting set up with military men, and they're great. They're like, went to the Naval Academy or, you know, West Point and like really good guys. And like, they don't want career to be their or they don't want military to be their career. But every single guy I'm getting set up with is military. And I'm like, Lord, didn't I make it clear that I don't want military? And why are you giving? <laughs> and obviously I'm open to it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. that's not for me to fully control. Obviously, I know what I want in life. And like, I like I always say the Lord's not gonna show you gold and give you silver. But I'm just like, wow, I would I I don't want military and that's something it's it's a whole different vocation. It really is. Yeah. It's a vocation within it within itself in marriage is being a military that's a, spouse. That's a good point. Oh, frit me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it like X out for a second there, and it sounded like you actually said the F word and I was like Whoa! Really? (laughs) No. But I'm sure I'm sure it's fine. It's just like on my connection. Okay. No, I said frick me, but yeah, that's a really good point. We should cover that at some point. But let's cover it. We got five minutes, and then we'll jump in. Wait, what? Covering it right now? Cover it now. Yeah. 
Oh gosh, dang. Okay. Uh, well, how about the fact that you have to be a solo parent um, very quite often? How about the fact that you don't know what your schedule is pretty much all the time? Um, when you're just a military spouse, but you can't buy when- cute furniture for a home. <laughs> yes, I was talking to you about this. I was like looking around my house, like we've done a good job and I like to decorate and it's not a big deal, but I was thinking about it and I was like, almost all of our furniture besides our couch and our king size bed are random, cheap, off the side of the road, thrift store pieces that don't totally go together, but we've made it work because we're going to have to move all the time. And your move is going to ruin your furniture. So it's not even worth spending good money on good furniture. But then it just feels like everything's kind of a half home or a half, I don't know. You're never fully temporary Because it's like, well, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to redo this because we're going to be gone in two years. Right. And I think that's something, I think also even non-military, it's something we as women can get in, in this weird rut because it's like, well, I just moved homes. Like it's not my dream home. So I'm not going to like really, you know, make it cute because it's not my dream home. So, and then you're 10 years, 10 years later, you're still there and you never did anything to it and you're still unhappy. It's like, absolutely not. Like even when I moved to Virginia, I was in this phase where it was like, wow, I'll probably be getting married. So like, yeah, I love where I'm living and I'm really sad that I'll leave, but like, this is temporary. And I hated that feeling because I was like, no, I don't want it to be temporary, but my mindset is telling me it's temporary and it's all a shift in mindset. It is, And obviously it's not, yeah. And especially like when I was dating military, it was like on top of this being temp, my place being temporary and then you get married and you move in together, this location is temporary. And so it was just like this weird feeling of like, why make roots if I'm leaving anyway? Right. Which is kind of, it's, it's a hard thing to battle with, especially because like for military spouses, they'll totally understand this, but like you move somewhere new. The first like six months, especially when it's not somewhere, because hello, hi, newsflash, you don't get to choose where you move. Um, you just follow your husband wherever the military is. <laughs> you can you suggest like right. you can suggest some stuff, but it's pretty minimal. But or or they give you a list and they say, Hey, pick between these two places and you're like, Well, I don't really want either, but I guess this would be the lesser of the two evils. <laughs> right. Um, right. So you you get there, you get to a new place, and you have those first six months where you're like totally adjusting, figuring out where the heck you are, trying to get used to like how to drive to and from Walmart without your GPS, like all these things. And then you get over that first six month hump. But more often than not, you're moving every one to three years. So you've already spent- You're just looking forward to the next move. Right. We've already spent the first half of that year- getting adjusted, hating it, having this whole wrestle with it. And then you finally feel like, okay, I'm kind of making this a home now. And you start hanging things up on the wall because you're like, okay, well, I'm going to be here. So I might as well enjoy it while I'm I'm here. Um, And then a year goes by. This is where I'm at right now. A year has gone by. And I'm like, we're probably, hopefully, dear Lord, please, moving (laughs) next summer, which isn't even another year away. And it's like, now that I'm finally comfortable and settled and it's starting to kind of feel like home-ish, I would love to have people over and stuff. But also, why would I spend time putting down roots and relationships with people? Because relationships take time and they're an investment. Why would I do that if I'm about to move in six right. months? 
like bringing things full circle is like buying furniture for the space you have because the house is going to look completely different in a different area. Like there's, you know, you do really do buy furniture for the space you have and like decorate for the space you have. And like, especially you're leasing if you live on base. So it's like, Oh, this is the wall color. And this is the wall color. (laughs) The house color and the building color. And they're all the same and it's all really bland. Uh huh. So yeah, you can't really work with it. It's it's really right. interesting. It's a vocation. It's a vo- actually it, okay. It's true. Let's all say hail. Uh, let's all say either hail Mary or our, our Father together. Um, just for prayers for. <laughs> I was gonna say for things to happen that we want them to be when you move to DC, but just like honestly for for you and Avery and Carrie and also me and our listeners to be at peace with whatever does happen and yeah. see the fruit like the long term fruit of whatever the um of whatever the outcome is deciding right. that Avery gets to go to DC or not. So pick right. one, our Father Hail Mary. Uh, Hail Mary, because we talked about. Okay. Yeah. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art blessed thou. thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Hopefully all of our listeners, thousands of listeners said that with us. We're like forcing you guys to pray with us. <laughs> because you can pray for something to happen all the time, but it's so important to also pray for the grace to deal with whatever happens. So totally here for Right. That. No, seriously. Um, no, seriously. We, we need that. We Prayers do work. And especially if you have a platform to get more prayers, it's not selfish to get more prayers and ask people and force people to pray for you. We just need it. <laughs> right. Well, we need it. And it's also no no weird thing that people who need urgent prayers for things reach out to people with bigger accounts because prayer in number is powerful. So if you can send that to someone who has a bigger platform, I've gotten so many requests to share GoFundMes or to share for prayers for Nikki babies and stuff like that. So we need prayers, yeah, but prayers go a long also way. <laughs> we'll send prayers our but way. Also there <laughs> Totally. You can never run out of prayers. So we Gucci. Right. Right. Exactly. Wait, speaking about yeah. prayers and our Catholic faith and furniture, um, I mean, is a laptop furniture? Mm, don't know. Um, <laughs> I get asked all the time where I get my stickers for my laptop cover. Do you put stickers on your laptop cover? I feel like you're a lot classier. I feel like I'm still kind of in Yes. You still do? Okay, cool. No, no, no. I, I do, but I just had a different – when you saw my laptop, I had a different – Mm. I had a different case on it, but mm. I have stickers and I love them. Oh, so- but what I do with my stickers is I put it in a clear, I don't even take it off the sticker. I put it, I put the actual sticker, the whole thing with the back on it in a clear phone case. So then I can have the sticker show through the back of the case. Does that make sense? Oh, so it's like evangelizing. Wait, that's genius. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to do that. I need to do that. So yeah. bad because the case is disgusting, but I always get asked where I get my stickers. And a huge place for Catholic stickers of all kinds of different styles and looks and stuff is the Catholic Sticker Club. And artists. Yes, and artists. They're, and it's like the one-stop shop for Catholic stickers. <laughs> I love that. 
Yeah, yeah, so the Catholic Sticker Club collaborates with talented Catholic artists to create beautiful liturgical stickers that encourage us in our faith and also make, you know, easy to spark conversations with others. Like we said, like, I've had stickers where people are like, oh, what is what is that on the back of your phone? I'm like, it's St. Teresa. It's or Saint like, Teresa. you know, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's cool too because they're a Catholic family company based in Texas and they're both Catholic converts, which just speaks to sharing the faith and talking about the faith and making it open to others to see beyond just the church building, um, which is like such a simple little way to do that is through stickers, which is so cool. Because you can put them I on know, your wall. We love stickers. And yeah, and it's not even a trend. Like it's something of our, I feel like it's just something of our, not millennium, but like growing up. Like we've right. had these vinyl stickers on everything and for everything. And they're such, they're, they're cool. I love them. But yeah, as an evangelization piece, even, even like when you get the pack of stickers in the mail each month, um, because like I said, it's liturgical. So you sign up and it's a monthly subscription, correct? Yeah, there's a month-to-month subscription or there's a six-month subscription. But either way, you get new stickers every month through either of those because it's liturgical. Right. And then you can even, like, gift them to a friend or, like, if you send – I have these really cute note cards. I want to send my friends letters, and I'm going to include cute Catholic stickers in, you know, each letter. And it's just fun. It's like, oh, wow. And there's a purpose, like, let's say there's a specific saint, and you know that that saint could totally intercess for your friend or whatever. Send them a cute card with the sticker, and then it will, you know, spark interest in them. Like, why did they send me, you know – Saint whatever, whatever, and they can look into it. It's just really fun. It's so fun. But so she has an Instagram, Catholic Sticker Club Instagram. Um, But then they also. And Meredith is who runs it. She's awesome. Meredith is the best. She, mom of what, I think five now. I, yeah. Yeah. Beats me. (laughs) But they also have, we'll put the website in our show night, show, show nights. Show notes. Show notes. <laughs> Show notes, just like everything else. <gasps> but Yes, yes. We'll put those in. You'll see it. But Catholic Sticker Club, they're the best. Check it out. And even like a fun thing to get for someone for Christmas is a subscription. That would be really mm-hmm. cool, actually. Yeah, that'd be so fun. Especially if we you're the godmother of someone. Huh. Oh, oh <laughs> Jesus, Carrie, you want stickers? Are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> She's not there yet, but, you know, maybe someday. Just kind of keep it in the back of your head or, you know. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sticking them all over the back of the car window on the inside. You know how you pass minivans that have stickers all over the windows? Have you ever done that? Have you seen that? Yeah, I have. I hate that. It, I know, me too. I would... I would probably no. I wouldn't kill her. That's terrible. But <laughs> I'm like the more bumper stickers you have, the crazier you are. That's true. Quote me on that. Yep. We're we're just making really fat assumptions today, guys. So welcome. Dwayne. The last thing I want is for the guy I'm going on a date with to pull up with some girly bumper sticker. The that's the last thing I want. Like a bumper sticker of their dog outline. I'm like, are Oh, what that, have you what? seen that? I rarely see yes, or like lots of uh, stickers, unless it's like a off-roading car and they've just put like all kinds of like 
I don't know. Avery wants to make one window <laughs> on the Forerunner, like a sticker window. No. Yeah, he does. Which Avery I think knows. actually it might be cool because he wants to do it every time we go somewhere, like a new state or something with the Forerunner. So it could be kind of- I guess it's the Forerunner. And it's a Forerunner, yeah. And it's just like an old Forerunner that's an off-road car, you know? I don't know. I think there's there's a way to do it, but generally bumper stickers are a no. <laughs> yeah. They're no. They're a no. They're a big fat no for me. But don't worry. These stickers aren't bumper stickers. They're like legit vinyl stickers that you could use on other things. Yeah. Not your car. Um, Should we jump into advice now? Yeah, let's do it. We haven't done this in a while, but I'm excited. Okay. So Hannah James says, hi there. Love the podcast. So I wanted to get both of your thoughts on something. I just listened to the episode called Half a Lash. Oh, shucks. Dinner Incident, Boys and Expired Tampons. Wow, we come up with the best title. <laughs> um, concerning the boys element of that talk, what do you say to guys who seem really interested in you and then say, I really want to pursue you, but I just don't know how. I can't be the only girl out there that there who has this problem where guys like me, but they're intimidated by me and never tell me how they feel until years later, but they still don't pursue me. Like what in the dang heck? I'm 5'11 and like yours, but I don't have an intimidating personality. Thoughts? Cece, I okay. feel like you get my initial thought moment all the time. Yeah, totally. Um, Megan, do you have thoughts? You want me to go? No, go for it. I mean, you obviously have thoughts, but um, <laughs> okay. So my initial thing is like when he says, "I really want to pursue you, but I just don't know how." Like, dude, you just dropped all your confidence and just like threw it out the window. Yeah, okay, all of your all yeah, you flush it onto it. All of your class, all of your swagger, all of your, like, chill just went out. Okay? No more. You just drained it. I don't know what happened there. Um, So don't say that, boys. Don't say that. Don't be like, well, I just don't know how. I'm like, well, figure it out. What do you mean? (laughs) Ask me on a date. It's not that hard. Google. Ask someone. Like, this is not that. I don't know how to pursue. How about you start? By looking up the definition of pursue in the dictionary. Let me look it up. Pursue. What does it mean? P-U-R... Okay. Pursue. Follow. In order to catch or attack them. Of a person or way. Continue to proceed along. Go after. Run after. Follow. Chase. Hunt. Stalk. Track. Trail. Trace. Shadow. (laughs) Hound. (laughs) Opposite. Avoid. Flee. Well, sir... The way you sounded sounds like you're trying to avoid and flee. So you're doing the opposite of pursue. All it takes, all it took was simple, simple Google definition search. Boy, that's after Hannah. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I mean, in all reality, there's nothing Hannah can do. Like, she just needs to wait for a confident man to come and pursue right. her. Like, you don't even want I mean, if you that wanted yeah. that to pursue you. You don't. Because that's what I'm saying. Now, if you, exactly. Exactly. You don't want him, but for the sake of this advice, what I would say is the fact he literally said, I really want to pursue you, but I just don't know how. I would answer with, what do you mean you don't know how? Ask me on a date. Ask me on a date. I'm waiting. I've been waiting. Or just be like, I've been waiting for you to ask me on a date. Ask and you'll like, what is happening? Just tell him that. I've had to tell guys that recently. It's just like, well, you know, it'd be really fun to see you sometime. And I'm like, 
Well, ask, ask me on a date then. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I've literally said that. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean right. you what, would like to see me? Just make some plans. Right. I'm confused. Exactly. Make a dinner reservation and send it my way and tell me to see you there. How is that that hard? <laughs> well, because so the next question that she has, which I think you kind of just covered, is concerning this, what do you do when you think a guy likes you, but he's intimidated by you so he doesn't say anything, but you like him and you don't want to be pushy or come on too strong, but like sometimes guys just need a little push in the right direction. Exactly what you just said. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, you know how we talked about dropping the handkerchief before? You got to drop it. Like, you got to let them know you're interested because men actually are super fragile and their confidence is a lot lower than we feel. Like, honestly, the higher the cockiness, the lower the confidence most of the time. Does that make sense? No, I agree with that. It's like a Yeah. And so we actually have to, yeah, we have to like give them signs. Like we have to be flirty back. Like we have to let them know we're interested, not saying like, Hey, I'm interested, but be like, go out of your way to talk to them or like, you know, set up a phone call, like show them time, um, things like that. So that they do feel comfortable to pursue because the last thing they would want is to feel rejected because that will completely destroy them. Right. Um, and this isn't for every guy. This isn't for every guy. I'm just saying like most guys in their young twenties, like this is how they work, which is why I will never date someone in the young twenties. No, you're young twenties. So there we go. Cat's out of the bag. I like to date older. (laughs) There it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, hopefully that helps some. Um, CC came off strong. She has some serious opinions about it, but it's true. Sometimes you just got to tell the guy straight up. Um, as as me. And also, sorry, one more thing. Oh. I just freaking hate when it's like, well, you're intimidating. Oh, I'm yeah. like, then obviously you're not the person for me. Right. I'm too much for Because you. the right guy would appreciate. Yeah. The, you're too much. I'm too much, which is fine. The right guy's going to appreciate exactly who I am. Right. You're not going to become less intimidating just so he takes you on a date. <laughs> no. Yeah. And I'm like not even that intimidating. I just say it how it is. And if you're trying to jump around the fact that you're trying to ask me out, I'm going to tell you to just ask me out. Right. Right. It's so annoying. People are so weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Hannah, that just ticks me off because this is a story of every single girl. Yeah. It is. It's a story of the confident girl and the guy is too scared. And I actually talked with one of my best friends the other day from high school and him and I would, you know, we flirted all throughout high school and we had a thing, quote unquote thing, whatever, you know, you use that term in high school. Oh my gosh, I had a thing with him. Like, what's a thing? Just call it a door. Like, call it a door and it would mean the same thing because it means nothing. (laughs) But, um... (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> I guess I do come on strong. <laughs> a little bit, but it's okay. That we appreciate it. It's okay. It's okay. So so Megan, I was showing you pictures of him the other day when we were together of like, you know, he was cute and blonde and we just loved like baby pictures of us mm-hmm. in high school. Yeah. And so we were chatting the other day and he was like, Oh my gosh, yeah, I was so intimidated by you because you were a woman and I was only ready to date a girl. And I was like, wow, that actually is really profound. That is. Dang. I'm, go him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you deserved a man, not a boy. And I was a boy and you were a woman. And I was like. At least he knew. Thank I you. That. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. We never dated. And he was like, I'm glad we didn't because I was a tool. And I was like, yeah, you were a tool. 
Yep. End of conversation. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're really great friends. Like we're really great friends and we're the friends that will like tell each other how it is. But yeah, it's just funny because uh, and when they say like date older because men are like seven years younger than their actual age, it's actually right. true. Right. Except for Avery, not true. <laughs> no, he's like the weird random fluke. I don't know. I guess it's just because he went straight into a career, but most military guys at 20 aren't mature. Yeah, they grow up fast. They grow up fast, but there's still a pretty big stereotype of them just being guys that mess around. So, Especially <laughs> I Marines. I know. I don't know where Avery came from, guys. I'm sorry. I get that question every other day in my DMs. Where can I find myself in Avery? I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just went to Disneyland one day and he met us there. So maybe try Disneyland. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't know. They say it's a magical place. Right. What, what is that? Oh my gosh. Happily ever after begins or something like that? There you go. It's Disneyland. Girl, I don't know. You know I'm last one about Disneyland. True, true. Okay. Okay. So what's... What? Oh, sorry. Go on. If we're like we we're like off by a, like two seconds, and I think it like makes us talk over each other. Oh shoot! Really? Are we really? But it's totally fine. Okay, it's going to be so fun for people to listen to us talk over each other. Esme, Esme, I don't know how to say it right. Um, asked. So I don't know if you guys ever had a moment in your life where you were just very far from God. I'm having this moment right now. I really want to be with him and I want to do much better, but I don't know how and I'm struggling. I went to confession today and I go regularly by the same priest and he was a little harsh, but I said he could. And he said to me, you really have to think about your faith, why you wanted to get baptized and the promises you made. I got baptized when I was 18. He told me that at this moment I had to choose if I wanted to be with God. And if I did, that I needed to make some changes and that I have to think over the promises I made to him. So I just got home, prayed a bit after confession and wanted to reach out to you guys. Was there ever a moment in your life where you found yourself far from God? If so, please tell us more and tell us how you got back to him. What did you choose? what you did to choose him again. I want to choose him and I want to grow closer to him, but gosh, some helpful tips would be great. So, Mm. I mean, I'm just going to say dry seasons are going to happen. Like any relationship, it's kind of an up and down and an ebb and flow kind of thing. But the thing is that you remain constant and you never leave. You know, like there are going to be times in marriage where I don't feel as close to Avery or he's really driving me nuts but I never, that's never an option. Leaving is never an option. Talking to him is always the first thing that I think about whenever we're in those seasons. And that's the same way that it should be with God. Is that like you, it should never be like a, I'm far from him. Why did he abandon me? What's going on? Why can't I hear him? So you just run and leave. That shouldn't ever be like the first thought in your mind. I guess the first thought would just be to sit down and talk to him, whether or not you feel like he's talking back or he's present or he's there because I promise you he is, but sometimes you don't think he is. And so I think just that constant constancy and consistency in prayer and communication with him. Because eventually it comes back. Right. You know? Yeah, it's all about the time that we put in. Like today, this morning, I used to be a really big journaler. And I've recently gotten back into journaling. But it's it's funny because it's like almost my hand is writing before I even know what I'm writing. Just that's how the Holy Spirit works in journaling. And man, it's so profound because 
like I'll look back on even just like a journal entry or something, you know, two days ago. And I'm like, how did I even come up with those words? Like that sounded so graceful. And it's because they're love letters to Jesus. Like that's what it is. Like every morning it's a love letter to Jesus. Like, what do you want from me? Okay, sit and wait. Okay, now I'm going to write something and like that, like, you know, it's just like such a conversation. And and that conversation for me, most of the time happens on paper. Yeah. Some people it may not. Some people it happens like in front of in adoration and in silence. And yeah, it happens in silence for me too, but additionally on paper. And so maybe you need to start trying a different way. Um, And honestly, you need accountability. Ask that priest you went to confession with to be your spiritual director. Why not? Ask him. And he will hold you accountable and he'll be harsh on you, but that's what you need. And that's what you're used to. And you're comfortable with that. And you seem to be comfortable with him. He'll spiritual direct you once a month and, you know, hold you accountable. No, I agree. That would be huge. That's my, that's my thing. And honestly, like when it's like, what did you do to get close to him again? Ask Like, I think sometimes we forget that we can ask God things. Like when you're asking us, what did you do to get close to him again? Ask him that. Be like, God, what can I do to get close to you again? And he'll answer. He'll give you an answer. Yeah. And, you know, ask him that. Like, we forget that we can ask him these things and ask of him. Like when I was posting about how I asked the Lord to give me joy People were in my, my DMs were blowing up because they were like, I've never thought to ask that. And I was like, of course I thought to ask that. He is the source of joy. Right. So give it to me. Like, how can I receive your joy better? How can I be more aware of the joy you're trying to give me? How, like, it's all about receiving. And so I was like, show me it. Allow me to receive it. Let me become a great receiver and let me overflow with it. Give it to me so much that I overflow with joy so I can give it to others. Do it. Give it to me. I'm ready. Please. Like he will not, he's not, he will not under deliver. Right. And I I agree with the fact that we forget to ask God these things because I feel like you and I both get questions in our DMs fairly often. Like, how do I do this? Or how did you do this in your spiritual life or your walk with Christ and whatever? And it's like, we can give you like, our take on it or how we've walked with Christ in that season. But at the end of the day, your relationship with Christ is yours and yours alone. And it's not going to look the same as ours. And the only one that's going to be able to lead you in it and answer those questions that you have that you like desperately want answers to is him. And I think like we literally think he's just some guy up in the clouds that really doesn't communicate back with us. So we go to someone else who's Mm -hmm. a physical being here on earth to get an answer from. But I promise you that answer is going to be so much more superficial than the one that he would give you. Right. And I think sometimes it's almost like we need someone to go to to ask. And then so we can bring this question to the Lord more like, you know, um, tied in a pretty bow kind of, do you know what I'm, do you know what I'm saying? Like we need to be prepared to. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. God helps you like compose your thoughts. He is my, he, he already knows my thoughts. Why would I go to someone else to compose them when he is the source of my thoughts? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he already knows your future. Like, he already knows what you're thinking. So why would I go to someone else to help me work through that first? I should first go to God 
And I'm such a verbal processor. I mean, I totally am. And then, so first I go to God and then I'll go to a girlfriend. So then I can tell the girlfriend, this is what I'm thinking. This is what God and I were talking about. And now here I am. Let me just blurt out everything. So now I can get your opinion, you know? Yes. Yep. Perfect. Okay. Wait, speaking of opinions, we're going to like gear from like opinions on like (laughs) from girlfriends to an opinion from a girlfriend stylist on what to wear. And this is like, I mean, guys, Cece's like the fashionista here. So she, I mean, you know the importance of a stylist. I never would have even thought that that was like a career path. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, so it's really, I, I never talk about this, but I'm a stylist for, um, in, in the NFL. So like I help with, I get like suits ready for when they walk, walk onto the plane, um, and stuff like that, or walk off the plane, like photographed in, um, for, for, um, a NFL football player. So my season has been really busy because it's football season. And I mean, a personal stylist is extremely important, but, but not even just for someone that's in the public eye getting photographed every week. It's important for women to feel confident. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it is, especially I think a lot of the time, I mean, Megan, you can speak to this. Like my, I grew up with my father being very fashionable yeah. and he really morphed my idea of how we present ourselves, but not everyone grew up like that. And so fashion can be intimidating. Yeah. No, that's true. It can be, well, cause there's so many, especially for girls, Avery says this all the time. There's so many options like there's shirts and rompers and skirts and dresses and jackets and overalls. <laughs> and you're like, crap, what do I pair with what? And what looks good on me? And like, how do I put this right. together? And how do I feel confident in it? Like there's so much out there. So yeah, you can definitely be right. and, and then on top of it, it's like, well, I want to dress modestly. I want someone with a Catholic perspective, yeah. but like, uh, you know, how do I do this? How I, I don't, I have all this stuff in my closet. I don't know how to clean it out. I don't know what I currently have. I don't know how to even make outfits with what I currently have. Yeah. Well, I know these struggles. That's where Megan Ashley, Megan Ashley styling comes in. You can look up her on Instagram, M E G H A N Ashley styling. She's Catholic. She actually has a book that's called um the catholic wardrobe musings from a personal stylist um she's incredible she actually has something called the starter pack special and it helps you discover your personal style you learn to find the right type of clothing that flatters your figure which is super important because you know you could have a favorite outfit and five years later after having kids like it could be it could fit you completely different right and it's all about how stuff fits to our figure we it's not one size fits all that's exactly why i like what is it brandy melville or whatever has one size fits all and i'm yeah. like i freaking hate that i freaking yeah. hate that yep no i it's not it's not. So anyways, she helps you figure out like what type of stuff flatters your figure. Like if you need to belt it, where's the smallest part of your hip, like all these things, she'll help you. Um, and then she does a video shopping consultation and then she includes a closet clean out. Um, and then three complete recommended outfits. And then she does one month of text and email support. Um, it's just incredible. Like this package, huge, huge. So 
Yeah, Ashley, Megan Ashley Styling, look her up on Instagram, but it's www.meghanashleystyling.com, and we have a code. Mm -hmm. um, you can use code BEAUTIFYMYWARDROBE, B-E-A-U-T-I-F-Y, my wardrobe, when um, signing up for the starter pack special. And you can get a free copy of her book, which I need to get this book. I'm so excited to read it. <laughs> I, I want this book. As I was reading this, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to get in touch with this chick. <laughs> Not that I don't know I what know. I know, but I just feel like I'm in this weird place where I'm trying to get rid of like my college clothes and like come into more of like, hello, yes, I am a woman. I have a child and a husband now clothes. And right. It's, it's like, by Charlotte Roos, hello, clothes that will last forever. Right. Exactly. And I feel like Megan Ashley would be really helpful with that. <laughs> no, she's so cute. Look her up. Look up her Instagram. Like when you're, you're going to be like, wait, I didn't even know there was a Catholic personal stylist. How did I not know this for my whole life? No, she's amazing. And it, she's affordable too. And it's like, you know, if, if you're struggling, get help because how we dress is a great silent communicator to the world. And it, it really does help us make com feel confident and beautiful. And we are called to share truth, beauty, and goodness. Yeah. And so in that sense, it's not vain to feel beautiful. We should feel beautiful because in turn, it brings confidence and confidence brings evangelization. It's all connected. Go off. <laughs> Go off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay okay wait Megan okay so Megan and I were chatting how first of all we want to go on a vacation together which would be yeah, amazing um like oh wait I really want to go on a beach vacation uh, I would love to go on a beach vacation. where would we even go California just kidding um <laughs> we go to Greece oh my gosh we could go to Greece <gasps> we go to Mykonos, <laughs> or we could go, and we would have it. We wouldn't, huh? We wouldn't have to get worry about getting hit on because Mykonos is known to have a bunch of gay clubs. <laughs> Perfect. Let's go there. Um, yeah. <laughs> or we could go to Italy and go to like Cinque Terre. I don't know how to say it right, but it's beautiful. It's on the beach. It's on the coast. Oh my gosh, there's so many options. Yeah. So Megan, one of our, my goal that I shared with Megan is to be able to work from anywhere and get like an Airbnb for, you know, a little less than a month somewhere and live there, um, by myself or something, mm -hmm. um, in Europe, but have it not affect any of my work because I own exactly what I do. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. It's so exciting. But for the beach vacation, I mean, uh, yeah. We need to do that. I don't know where we would go. But also, I might see you for New Year's. So You might see me that for New Year's. That might happen. Okay, but I need – we like, we got to go. If we – when – when? I'm going to say when, not if. When we go to this beach vacation, I'm going to need to shop for a new swimsuit because, again, moving out of the high school, college age, guys, I have boots that I wore. I have jeans that I wore in high school six years ago Still? that's yes yes the black boots that i wore to the recent pumpkin patch high school had those in high school still have them they got cracked in it at <laughs> dang the you patch. need to get rid of stuff yeah i know it's bad but i'm saying like i need to i'm gonna need a new swimsuit so i'm gonna hit up steakini so then i can have yes oh my gosh 
Guys, freaking listen to what Stakini is. Okay, so Stakini, <laughs> genius. Okay, first of all, Catholic mother of six, full time working that. mom. She's that. she. We love that. She's literally a superhero. She's a development executive for a Fortune 500 company, and she just created. She just launched a company called Stakini, which is a new innovative um, technology that helps. That that is backless bikinis. So when you're tanning and then you get up to like get a kid a snack or whatever it is or check your phone, like you um your your top, you, you don't flash everyone. You right. know, you would hate right. that. That would be the but worst. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> well, what I think this needs to happen. What's great is that we're gonna go to Greece or like somewhere in Europe. And whenever when I lived in Germany, women all over the pool area would untie their bikinis while they laid on their towel so that they could get a tan. And I'm thinking like, hello, this would be genius for you guys. So we can just be like the walking ad for for staking. <laughs> for European. Yeah, in Europe. European trip, beach trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> I freaking love that. No, check it out. It's S-T-A-Y-K-I-N-I, and it's Stay Keeny Swimwear on Instagram. Um, but they're so cute, and there's many different colors. We just got, we just ordered some. I have the, I got the skirt one with the bikini top, and you got that bikini top with the high-waisted shorts, or the high-waisted bottoms. And I got it in like a sage yeah. green, and it's so cute, and I'm excited for it to get here. <laughs> I know I got the black because I just was like I don't I need like a basic swimsuit you know like your go-to black Mm go-to black that's why I need it um but yeah we're so excited about this because one support catholic businesses support catholic dreams and two like it finally launched in heck yes to not having to untie your bikini to freaking get a tan like that's amazing this technology is just so i mean she had this idea back in 2011 and um she didn't start working on the idea until 2016 after baby number five and it just launched this fall like that's insane and it works i'm so excited to try it yeah i'm pumped yeah yeah Okay. So yeah, they're gearing up for their, um, did you see that? How they're gearing up early for their 2021 launch? What? <gasps> they're yeah, going to have more so options? So, okay. So, so they're launching in 2021, like for a spring break, and they're looking oh, for yeah. brand ambassadors and social media influencers. Which means dangers and hackers, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. So Stakini needs people to capture content for brands like social media and ads, as well as promoting on their Instagram audiences. So seriously, if you or someone you know is interested in being a brand ambassador um, or are planning a trip somewhere warm between now and spring, they should right. totally reach out to hello at Stakini, S-T-A-Y-K-I-N-I.com for more details to get involved. Because they need brand ambassadors, they need some content, they need you to capture it and get up on that. Yeah, buddy. And Cece and I aren't going to be going to Greece by uh, next spring. So please help help us help her. <laughs> Otherwise, help you know Cece. You know CZ and I would be all on that content shooting in Greece in our steakini swimsuits, but that's just going to have to wait a little bit longer <laughs> till the funds are sufficient. Sorry. Someone else can bring steakini to Europe. <laughs> it, 
can't be us before spring, but we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love that kid. I just am like so obsessed with all these Catholic brands. And it's so cool because like we, they help us make our dreams come true. And we right. are helping them make their dreams come true. Like right. we need and it's, to, I'm, as Catholic, sorry, go on. Well, tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure besides Catholic company, because it's a huge business, family business, but I'm pretty sure every company that we've supported to has been woman-based or like woman-led. Yes. I Oh my gosh. Hollow. I, I so mean, many there's women that work in the company. True. Yeah. True. Uh-huh. But just so many But moms. still, everything's like, yeah. So many moms, we love just supporting small businesses and like- sponsors help us continue to do this and prioritize this and we we know that you guys are interested in companies like this because we're also interested not only is it an amazing company but we're all also interested in the story and the dream behind it because right. we feel connected to like someone's heart when we know the behind the scenes of it right exactly and the other cool thing not only do they make this podcast continue to happen and like us prioritize it more because it's like actually something we have to work on and work towards but it also makes us dream freaking big for next year um to eventually meet you guys in person and do things where we get to see your faces while we're talking because sometimes i would rather see your faces than looking out of a window in new mexico to dirt okay <laughs> so- <laughs> i know exactly what window you're looking out of right now and it is crappy <laughs> it's not cute it is your bedroom window when you're here cc it's not cute um so yeah basically please it's yep. so great let me see your guys support support them but by supporting them you're also supporting us and you're also supporting someone's dream and it's just i can't i can't emphasize it enough so yeah we love our sponsors and we know you love them too and you can find all their info in our um in our show notes and also we also always tag them on our instagram so you can check that out there check it out check it out okay i feel like we don't have time for voicemails but we'll get to them next week because we're going to be talking about travel stories (laughs) it's going to be good because if you guys have followed me long enough you know every time i try to get on a plane something wrong happens so (laughs) (laughs) true and i feel like i'm excited to listen to these voicemails about travel stories it's gonna be good so yeah you still have another week to call in with travel stories maybe you have a creepy guy maybe it you had something weird happen maybe you found your husband while traveling it's like he just looked at me at the airport bar and we knew from there you know all the things maybe you got stuck on the plane with a talker and they would not get the hint even when you had your headphones in that you didn't want to talk to them we need all of that. Oh, I just remembered a really funny travel story. Okay, I'm going to write that down once we get off here. Oh, okay, good. I was going to say, no, to share. don't share it right now. No. But yeah, give us a call. Hit us up that hotline, 312-775-2615. Still looking for a jingle for that, folks. Call in with a jingle. We need a jingle. Um, 312-775-2615. We love a jingle. We should make it ourselves. Um, but yeah. We should make it. I don't know if they want to hear us sing. <laughs> Come on. We sound great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We're signing off. We'll, see you we'll next catch week. you on the flip side. <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.
said a dang, dang, dang it a dang. I said a dang, dang, dang it a dang. I said a dang, dang, dang it a dang. I said a dang, dang, dang it a dang. I said a dang, dang, dang it a dang. I said a dang, dang, dang it a dang. What in the dang heck?